Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, good Monday, everybody. Mark here. I'm alive. What are the new set of headphones? This is weird, Deb Green. I've got brand new headphones on my on my head, on my ears. To break them in. Yeah, it's really weird because I've had the same headphones for like 14 years. They broke last week. By the way, uh, they're up for auction on eBay with the proceeds going to the Humane Society. Already up to $161. I know. They're signed by me, Slade, Erickson. Von Hessler and Clark Howard. So check out just search. When does the auction end? Uh, next Friday. Okay. This Friday coming up. Okay. So just search WSB Radio on eBay if you want to bid on that. we got a big show tonight. Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast food review. We're going to do Movie Monday, but we're going to kick things off as we do every Monday on the Mark Aram Show with a little Millennial Match Game. Joining us in studio, the first Millennial Match Game contestant, Debra Green, in the history of Millennial Match Game that has ever had the power to fire me. Uh, That's a little scary. Yeah, Vice President uh, Tim Clark joining us on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, one one of my many bosses. How are you, Tim? You got to. Yeah, I didn't you realize go. I had to do that myself. <laughs> don't, you don't have somebody who does that for you around here. We normally do, but oh, he's okay. on vacation. Longoria's on vacation today. How are you, buddy? I'm great. Hey, man, it's great to be here. Uh, it's so, really cozy in here. So this is this is ironic. You're a millennial, yet you can fire me. You're a vice president here with Cox Media Group. I'm the worst millennial <laughs> you'll ever meet in your entire life. I promise you that. What's your official title? Uh, Vice President of Content. Oh, that's, that's a big job, man. Cox Media Group. Oh, my goodness. I have pressure. I hope you made these easy, Deb. I don't want Tim to be... You know, I, I made it before I knew who was playing Yeah. It, so. so, all right. Well, Tim, tonight's uh, match game, uh, Millennial Match Game category are TV catchphrases. Oh. So, basically, um, I'm going to say a TV catchphrase, and you just have to tell me what show it's from or what character said it. We'll give oh, you a, God. a wide berth here on this. We'll oh, give you man. a wide berth. So, there you go. You can think about that while we our phone contestants uh, joining us on Millennial Match Game is uh, Derek in Lagrange. Derek, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm good. Excited uh, to be on this, this uh, Millennial Match Game. You're familiar with it? Yeah, I'm familiar with Excellent. it. Excellent. Tell us a little bit about yourself before we kick things off, Derek. Okay. Well, I'm an electrician. Mm. I'm 42, and uh, and uh, you like long walks on the Aram. beach <laughs> and Mark Aram show. Excellent. All right. Uh, you're going to be playing against Jesse, who's in Dallas. Jesse, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, good, Mark. How are you? Excellent. Are you familiar with Millennial Match Game? I am, for sure. And tell us a little bit about yourself, Jesse. Uh, 41 in Dallas. Uh, work for a motorcycle manufacturer based here in Atlanta. Ooh, excellent. All right. So we got a couple of uh, handsy fellas here. Derek and Jesse, uh, again, today's category is uh, TV catchphrases. Famous TV catchphrases, as always, Millennial Match Game, brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Let's play Millennial Match Game. All right, uh, we flipped a coin before the show, not really, but Derek called first. So, Derek, you're going to go first. The TV catchphrase here is, kiss my grits. So now, Derek doesn't need to know what TV show it's from. He just has to guess whether or not Millennial Tim will know what TV show that catchphrase is from. Again, the catchphrase... Kiss my grits. What do you think, Derek? Yeah, uh, uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the no on this one. Okay, when it doubt the millennial doesn't know Tim. Yeah. the millennial. Kiss my grits. What TV show is that from, buddy? Mash. Not mash. Can you turn on my audio there, Jason? Not mash. Not mash. Kiss my grits. Kiss my grits. That's Alice. That is Alice. Alice. Yeah. Alice. Who is Alice? Mel's Diner. Alice. Not a clue. It's a weird show. Oh, yeah. When was it? What What year? Uh, late 70s, early 80s. Oh, about God. a single mom who worked at a diner. How come I couldn't have gotten yeah. music or something? Like, I don't know. Well, hair bands or something. Listen, like... at least Derek got a point. That would okay. feel good for Derek. Yeah, all, all right, right. Jesse. That's... Tie it up here. Uh, millennial Match Game. TV catchphrases. Will Millennial Tim know the catchphrase of BAM? Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, I think he's pretty plugged in. Bam, B-A-M. What do you think, Tim? What uh, catchphrase that from? Uh, I, you know, all I can think is that's what Emerald used to say Bam. when he threw the, the salt. Bam. 
Got that right. That's right. right. I got it right. Yeah. All right. You got it right, and Jesse gets a point. All right. We're tied up one to one. Millennial Match Game TV Catchphrase Editions with a man who could fire me, (laughs) Vice President of Content. (laughs) So far, we're okay. Tim Clark in studio. All right, Derek. uh, Here's the catchphrase: Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Will he know what TV show that catchphrase is from? When in doubt, again. I'm going to go with the no. He says no. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose, Tim. What TV show is that? I have no clue. I'm going to... No idea. Me neither. I'm just throwing in the towel. I wouldn't have gotten that at all. Your eyes. Me neither. Can't lose. Friday Night Lights. I've never seen the show. I I saw the... I read the book and saw the movie, but I never saw the TV show. All right, when in doubt, Derek's right. The millennial does not know. All right, here we go. Uh, Jesse, you're up. You need us to tie it up. Millennial match game. The famous TV catchphrase is, cut it out, Joey. No? Just cut it out? I believe it's cut it out. Okay, there you go. Say it again, Deb Green. (laughs) Cut it out. Cut it out. Uh, Jesse, will uh, Millennial Tim know what TV catchphrase that's from? Uh, I think so, yeah. Tim? I know. Oh, my God. I did. You could. Full house. Yes. Uh, you wrote it out like cut it out, Joey. That's how you wrote it no, out. No, cut, cut it out. It's the character. Yeah. The character uh, from the show. All right, let me hear. Let the me hear the audio. Guy. Come on now, cut it out. Yeah. Come on now, cut it out. Who's saying that? The, Joey the, the, is saying it, and he's a character on Full House. That who is, is how Joey I on Full House? He's uh, David. Uh, he's the what's puppet his name? guy, right? Oh, the the he's, little. The, all right, I know you're talking. About. Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier. Yeah. I never yeah. watched yeah. the show. Yeah. All right, Jesse, you got that right, right? Jesse gets a point. Yeah, we're going to give you a point, Jesse. I think so, yeah. yeah, all right. We're yeah. tied up two to two. Round two, Millennial Match Game continues. Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. What's the score? And who's up, Deb Green? We are tied at 2 2, and it's Derek's turn. All right, Derek playing with uh, Millennial Tim here. God, can I just say this all moves so fast? It is. Like I, t- I know, I know. There's a lot of pressure. The bright lights, big right. city. All right, here's the TV catchphrase, Derek. Will Millennial Tim know the catchphrase, <laughs> Baby, you're the greatest? Baby, you're the greatest. Man, you guys are bringing it back, like way back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the no. Tim, baby, you're the greatest. What television show catchphrase is that? I got nothing. Yeah, I want. No. That's the honeymooners. Baby, you're the, the honeymooners. Was that the best catchphrase? I thought it was Bam Zoom to the Moon or something. Well, that was the one I found. All right. <laughs> they, used to, they used to do honeymooners marathons like on Christmas Eve, right? It was like one of those shows on Hanukkah. Baby, you're the greatest. Yeah, baby. All right, you get the point, Derek. Three for three. Here you go, Jesse. You got. You need this one to uh, keep pace. This one, I I know this one. Well, Millennial Tim, know <laughs> the catchphrase is, "Who loves you, baby." Who loves you, baby? That's tough. I gotta say, uh, Tim. Say yes, Tim. Who loves you, baby? I love Lucy. Who loves you, baby? No, that is Kojak. Oh, Kojak. Kelly Savalas. He's a bald, baby. bald guy that sucked on a lollipop yeah. and solved crimes. Were these actual TV shows? <laughs> I think mean, yeah, you're just making well, stuff well, up yeah. at this point. That's, I mean, even <laughs> I uh, am too young for Kojak, but I know of Kojak. Like, they used to be like on TBS rerun. Yeah. yeah. Also on Hanukkah. I think Kojak was the company that made the cameras, right? <laughs> exactly <That's> right. <laughs> All right, Derek, you're up. You got the lead three to two. Here we go. TV catchphrases edition of Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. The catchphrase is... God will get you for that. Well, Millennial Tim, no TV show that is from. God will get you for that. You know, I forget, you know, one, but I'm still going to go with no one. I'm, I'm 100% with you. There's no way in hell Tim gets this one. God will get you for that. This is a 70s TV show. I'll give you a hint, Tim. 70s. And there's a woman saying this. Mm. And you wouldn't date this woman. <laughs> I'm giving you as many hints as I can. Uh, man, I got all arrogant after getting that one. <laughs> Full house one right now. Now my palms are sweating. I, I don't know. I don't know. It is. Uh, it's Maud. Maud. Maud? Yeah. God will get you for that. This is a woman, by the way. We play it again. God will get you for that. B. Arthur. Legendary B. Arthur. All right, Derek. Four for four saying no every time. Jesse. <laughs> That's uh, a pretty solid strategy. <laughs> exactly. When in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. Even a, a high-performing millennial that can fire me, like Tim Clark, VP of content. All right, uh, Jesse, no pressure, but you need this one, brother. Um, yeah. here's, here's the famous catchphrase. You hear that, Elizabeth? I'm coming to join you, honey. 
Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You say yes. All right, Tim, here it is. Yep. TV Catchphrases edition of Millennial Match Game. You hear that, Elizabeth? I'm coming to join you, honey. I don't, I don't know. Uh, La- oh. Laverne and Shirley? Laverne and Shirley! Oh, really? No, no, no. Oh, damn. Sanford and Son. Oh, I'm dead. Sanford and Son, yeah. You hear that, Elizabeth? I'm coming to join you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> No point. I think that one you should have got. Exactly. I can do TV themes. Can we just switch? So we could, can we pivot here? Can we go? What was your guess, by the way? Uh, what? No, get off okay. my, my guess was no. Oh, oh yes. Oh, I, you said yes. Don't worry, Justin. You're yeah, getting a prize yes. anyway. You're getting smushed, but you're going to get a prize anyway. <laughs> what, what did you guess? No, I love Lucy. No, Laverne and Shirley. Oh, Laverne and Shirley. That was a good guess. Oh, close enough. All right, here we go. Uh, Derek, you're up. The TV catchphrase is, don't be ridiculous. Oh. I even said it with an accent there. Don't be ridiculous. Oh. Don't be ridiculous. It's like a uh, Spanish accent? Uh, that's the only accent I know how to do. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. It could be Irish. It could be Jamaican. We don't know. But don't be ridiculous. Actually, I'm not even sure what accent it was on the show either. It was, kind of, it was just a um, fake made-up accent. I think it was a All fake right. country. All right. Well, Millennial I'm Tim, gonna... know what TV show that's from. Don't be ridiculous. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with this one here. One of these guesses has got to be in it, so I'm going to go with a guess for this. You say yes, Tim. Don't be ridiculous. See, I thought I had it, and then you're, you're now you're throwing me off with the accent. Go with your, go with your uh, my gut. gut answer is I love Lucy. <laughs> I said Ricky, uh, Lucy. Yeah, yes. yeah. See, well, look, that's, that's my bad accent. The same accent. It could have been Cuban. That that is not correct. He at one point could have oh. said, "Don't be ridiculous." To yeah, at Lucy. one point, yes. Uh, that was the TV show Perfect Strangers. Balky, remember Balky? Don't be ridiculous. Absolutely Don't be ridiculous. Not. All right, I did a poor interpretation. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. All right, deck, that was on. Is, that one's on me, Tim. That deck is stacked against that, me. You know what? Uh, Ricky Ricardo could have said that at he some point. I don't think it was a catchphrase of the yeah, show. But... So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the end so. of round two of Millennial Match Game TV Catchphrases Edition. Death Green, what's the score? We got Derek at four and Jesse at two. All right, so Jesse actually still has a chance to win this. Millennial Tim in studio. Hang tight. We'll be right back. The final segment of Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage next on the Mark Arab Show. All right, final segment of Millennial Match Game. Jesse and Derek taking us on. Deb Green, producer of the Mark Aram Show. What is the score, my right, friend? Jesse's got four. Jesse's got two. Derek's got four, but it's Jesse's turn. All right, Jesse, Millennial Tim in studio. TV catchphrases edition of Millennial Match Game. Will Millennial Tim know a TV show had this famous catchphrase? Jane, you ignorant slut. Ooh. Can you say Ooh. that on the radio? I, I think uh. I just did. I'm only going to say it once. Jane, you ignorant blank. Will uh, Millennial uh, Tim say, uh, I'll say no on that one. No. Tim came out of the gate strong for me. Tim, this you ignorant. Cable? <laughs> yeah. Wow. This is 70s. This is old. You told me over the break that I would be able to get these. <laughs> I thought you would get these. I had no clue. <laughs> You're not going to get it. Saturday Night Live. Jane, you ignorant slut. Yes. Saturday Night Live. Dan Aykroyd to Jane Curtin back in Saturday Night Live. All right, next, uh, who's up, Deb Green? I'm sorry, I've it's lost. It's Derek's turn. Derek, will Millennial Tim, no way TV show, had this famous catchphrase, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I feel like another, another accent. Yeah. Oh, uh, that sounded, that sounded Latin. Real quick. Uh, I'm going to go with no. Tim? It sounded like the same accent you did before yeah. on the other one. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Taxi. This name of the show was Taxi. Ta- ta- I remember that with, with, with Danny DeVito. DeVito. All right, uh, we're all done. We got Derek as a winner. We got prizes for both of them, Deb wow. Green. We do. You're both going to check out Star Wars and more, the music of John Williams with the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra this Saturday at Ameris Bank Amphitheater. Tim Clark, Vice President of Content for Cox Media Group. Thank you, my friend. Hey, thank thank you. We'll be right back. This <laughs> is think. the Mark Aram Show. <laughs> 639, 21 in front of 7, still 89 degrees on Peachtree Street. We're going to call this puppy a... Uh, Eight on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Happy first day of fall, y'all. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m., keeping you entertained for your cruddy ride home. Longoria's off this week, by the way, so we got Jason Byers on the other side of the takeout window. So be kind to Jason. You can still be mean to Chuck. He's uh, screening the calls. Uh, coming up on the show, Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a, a football minute and a fast food review. Speaking of football, though, Chuck, I went to the Georgia-Notre Dame game Saturday in Athens. How's your ride? 
My ride was great. Yeah. So uh, a couple of listeners reached out, and I appreciate them for uh, reaching out. But Chris Egan, the program director mm-hmm. at B98 and 97, won the river and whatever else he does. He's got one of those fancy offices down yeah, there. Another office. person that can fire me. Yes. So he's got this guy, Benny, that he uses. Uh, like, if he's going out to dinner with his wife, instead of taking Uber or whatever, he has, like, this guy, Benny. So Benny took me. And it was the greatest thing ever. So I, so Maya and I went up there. It was an 8 p.m. kickoff. So we left my house at like 2.30 p.m. here in, in Midtown. And had a great drive up. Didn't have to, you know, stress out in traffic. Didn't have to worry about parking. He dropped us off. Went to a couple tailgates. Tailgated with Bill Caeccio and his wife. Nice. Fantastic. Kudos to Mrs. Caeccio's spread, by the way. She had a, she had a great, great spread. Um, the problem is all, my, all the tailgates I was invited to are on direct opposite ends of the campus. Yeah, the two spread out. So we went to one, sm- the Smoking Tailgater, which is at the Tate Center. So mm-hmm. we went to that one. I missed my buddy Sam. Uh, he has a tailgate, but I missed that one. Then we went to one, uh, another one, and then we went. I was like, well, we got to go to Bill's. I, I went a really bad route, so I had to like, hike up this hill to go to Bill's t- tailgate. Oh, no. And it was, it was hot. It was still in the middle of the day. Warm. So I was like, by the time we got to Bill's tailgate, I was done. And he's like, you want water, man? I was like, yes, please. Yes, please. So Bill had a great spread. It was a great time. Um, so the, the, t- the game, I'd never had worse tickets for a sporting event in my life. Now, I'm not that it's, I'm a ticket snob, but in radio, usually I usually have a press pass right. or I get company tickets. So this game was so sought after, uh, I got the first tickets I could get, and they were the 600 level, which is the very top, and they were in the Notre Dame fan section. Oh, nice. I got them from, so my friend's son plays for Notre Dame. So she's like, I can get you tickets, but here's the deal. And she right. put me in contact with another dad of, the, of, the, of a player, and he's like, you can have the tickets at face value, which was very generous of him, because it would have been like 800 bucks a, a ticket. But you can't wear Georgia colors. And try not to root too hard for Georgia. I was like, absolutely, man. Sure. Like, that's fine. You know, want to be Elaine wearing the Baltimore hat? Exactly. So I brought two <laughs> yeah, hats to the box. game. I brought two hats to the game, Chuck. So <laughs> I had my red Georgia hat on while I was tailgating and partying and you know right. enjoying it. And then as I'm walking up to the seats, I pull my green Whalers hat, like a Hartford Whalers hat. I don't have a Notre Dame hat, sure. but I have a green hat. So I take my red hat off and put it in my pocket and put the green hat back on. And people are watching me like, what's going on? Like, as I'm walking up the stairs, I'm like, it's a long story. It's a long story. So I'm wearing this green hat. So everyone there assumes I'm a Notre Dame fan. Like, everybody that in the section is wearing green. And I'm waiting in line to get a soda and a hot dog or whatever. And this guy behind me is like, so what do you think about... uh our backup quarterback. I was like, oh, no. I was like, well, what do you, I hope we don't see him today. You know, I'm like giving these very vague, generic answers. But I, the only player I know on the team is my, my buddy's uh, son. son, Kyle Hamilton, who went to Marist High School here. So it's so funny. Um, he's like, what do you think the, this other guy said? What do you think the keys of the game are going to be? You know, and he's think, he thinks I'm a Notre Dame fan. I'm like, turnovers, man. It's always turnovers. You know, I'm like, give these. But, and he goes, we need another Kyle Hamilton pick six. Like, of all the players, players. on the team, he said the one guy I know. I was like, yes! <laughs> Kyle Hamilton's the greatest! He's the best! I love that kid! It was so weird. So I'm, I'm watching the game, and every time... I mean, it was a great game. It yeah. really was. It, was. it was too close for comfort for Georgia fans. But it was interesting to be with these Notre Dame fans. They were so excited to be in the game, you know? Like, yeah. like we're holding our own against Georgia. And, like, every time Notre Dame did something good, this guy next to me is wanting to high-five me. And I'm like, all right, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my, I'm like, I'm fine. If anyone sees me now, like, they put me on the Jumbotron, they're like, that's WSB's Mark Aram wearing a green, what the, you know? like High-fiving Notre Dame So I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I hope no one sees me here. So the whole first half of the game, Game, real quick, I'm, I'm freaking out that people are going to see me, Mark Aram, on 95.5 WSB, the home of the dogs, wearing Notre Dame colors. So at halftime, I'm like, all right, Miles, let's let's scoot out, let's go get a drink, go to the bathroom, whatever. As I'm walking down the road, the guy's like, hey, Mark Aram. And I'm like, never heard of him. <laughs> never heard of him. And I just kept walking. So to, to, the, to, the, and to the one fan, the Notre Dame fan who recognized me, I apologize. I freaked out. I would have said hi and and stopped to talk to you. But I, got, I, was, I was so on edge the whole first half. Uh, and he's like, Mark Aram. I'm like, never heard of him. And I just ran out. So uh, there you go. That's the end of my Notre Dame story. Uh, I'll finish up the rest of uh, my beautiful Saturday in Athens. When we come back, this is the Mark Aram Show.
Just like Mute. 6.53, 7 in front of 7, 88 steamy degrees on Peachtree Street. First day of fall on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, Russ, oh, Russ and Gainesville just, I was just about to go to Russ and Gainesville. Russ, I'm sorry. Call back, buddy. Uh, so finishing up Notre Dame. So it's halftime, and we were going to get to the bathroom and get a drink, and the guy's like, Mark Aram, and I, I've panicked. And I was like, never heard of him. And then I told Maya, I'm like, let's, let's get out of here. Like, I was really legitimately, like, worried. So she, I know, I know. But I, I definitely didn't want to get stuck in post-game day traffic. No, nobody does. So we left at halftime. And uh, the guy, the, the driver, Benny, was, was there. And he picked us up. We went to downtown Athens. I, I hadn't been to, I, like, so that was the first game I went to at Sanford Stadium as a fan since, like, 2007. The other games I've gone to have been in the press box or work-related and stuff. And I haven't really hung out in downtown Athens since 2000. Have you ever been there, Chuck? Yeah. It's it's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I went to a small college. Like, we had maybe three bars in my, in my college town. And, and I forgot, like, just how crazy Athens can get on Dame Day. I also realized how freaking old I am. Yeah. Like, yes. the students there... Like, back in 07, I was like, oh, yeah, college kids, yeah. Now, in 2019, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so old. Yes. Like, baby-faced yep. kids. It was crazy. And not to sound like an old curmudgeon, but uh, if you have kids, if you have daughters that are away at school, they're not dressing appropriately. <laughs> no, they are not. I mean, I mean it's, it's... When I went to school... Again, this sounds like such an old man. I'm only 45. But when I went to school... The girls in my college were pudgy and wore sweaters and jeans and, you know, we school went to school. North. North. Yeah, true. Yeah. But even in the summer, they wore yeah. sweaters and shit. Like, no. These girls were showing off a lot. Everything. Yeah. Little to the imagination. It's game day. I get it. I mean, but, like, and, and I'm walking down the streets with Maya, and, and thankfully these girls were, like, so young. It wasn't even. But I'm like, don't look at any of these girls showing all of their, like, just. I was like, uh,. Schwarzenegger Terminator. Yes. Like, uh, my eyes ahead. would, like, scan with, you know, like, little computers. Like, don't look over here. Don't look over here. Like, just look straight ahead. Because I was like, I don't want to get caught looking at an 18-year-old girl wearing three inches of fabric on her body. It was... So I'm just saying, as, as a public service announcement to the families out there that might have kids in college, you need to institute some sort of, like dress-up check-in with your daughters. Now, if you have a problem with her clothes, that's your issue. Her body's not a sexual thing. I'm, I didn't say that. That's, that's what's going to happen. Like, yeah. She's not trying to dress no, a certain no, way, but I, for her. I, I totally get that, but um, it was just, it's it was. I guess it was a hot night. I guess maybe <laughs> they would dress differently in February, perhaps. Probably, yeah. But it was, but I mean, even like from, from 2007 to 2019, the dress... Like the girls when I when I would hang out in Athens in in 2007, the girls would wear like black dresses, you know, black and oh, red. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So the, this one girl had like a black bikini bottom and like uh, two red pasties. Like that. That is basically what the outfits were like in uh, in downtown Athens. But it was it's a, it was a fun time. I was just shocked by the state of affairs as far as the wardrobes considered. Russ in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk. Nothing so- shocked my friend Russ. How are you, sir, buddy? Sir, buddy. Hey, buddy. What's going on? Yeah, I got a ticket yesterday. Corrali got one last week, and I got a ticket last night for no seatbelt. Are you kidding? What? Were you driving? Yeah, but you know, the thing is, have you ever had an airbag go off? I have. No. And this Cadillac's got like five airbags in it. Why do I have the seatbelt on? Russ with the humble brag. <laughs> My Cadillac's got nine airbags. Russ, you got to wear well, your seatbelt, man. Well, it's an old Cadillac, you know. Listen, please wear well, your seatbelt in the front well, seat and the back seat. Well, I just seat. had forgotten for a moment, and the guy pulls me over. Really? Come on. It's like... How much is the ticket? Uh, well, that's the thing. So I was going to go to court and say, you know, I have my seatbelt on, but it's only $15, so I'll pay oh, it for right, And did you get a ticket for Crowley not being in a child seat? No, listen to this <laughs> crazy stuff. We were walking down the sidewalk last week, and I don't smoke, but she smokes, and she dropped the cigarette butt. We're standing there waiting for the... You know, to go across the road. And this cop pulls over and comes into CVS and pulls her out and writes her a ticket for littering. Good. I hate, she dropped no offense, Russ. Littering is my, my uh, I hate that. I hate litterers. So good for that police officer. Bad for Corrali. Thanks, as always, Russ. When we come back, we're going to kick off Movie Monday on the Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you.
the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's news and talk. Most of the family here tonight, Deborah Green, producer of the show, might get me fired by uh, Tim Clark, vice president of content for really tough millennial match game questions. Those were tough, but you did a good job. You didn't know it was going to be him in studio today. Yeah, I put it together before I yeah. knew it was him. Yeah. He wanted music, which was an option. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, Longoria is off. I, I don't want to spoil where he is, but he's he took his kids surprisingly somewhere. Did they get there yet? I just know it's magical. Yeah, they got there yesterday. Okay, so he's at uh, Disney World. Yes. And so he's off for the week. So Jason Byers on the other side of the takeout window. Then there's Low T Chuck. Low T. All right, we're going to kick off Movie Monday, Chuck. I got two Movie Monday topics tonight, my friend. Uh, and this is going to be, one of them is going to be near and dear to your heart. Sweet. Uh, first off, the Emmys were on last night. I watched maybe seven minutes of it. Uh, it was. It's amazing. No network shows get nominated anymore. No. Like ABC, NBC, Fox. It's all Amazon, Hulu, Netflix. Like, it's crazy. Uh, but I started thinking about that because I want to incorporate that in Movie Monday. You know, Ronald Acuna is uh, about to perhaps get a 40-40 season, which means 40 home runs and 40 stolen bases, which means he's a dual threat. He's got power and he's got speed. Very rare. Just a handful of players in Major League Baseball have ever had a 40-40 season. And the ones that I have are all tainted with steroids, uh, Canseco and A-Rod and Barry Bonds, whatever. So Acuna is about to uh, enter rarefied air. He's a, a double threat, speed and power. So I want to talk about double threats in the movie and TV business because very few people have had successful careers in both TV and movies. So give me an example of uh, an actor or an actress that crushed it in both. Like that was that was really good in TV and had a really good had a really good TV career and a really good movie career. Does it, Ron Howard count? Even though he's more yeah. he's a director on the movie yeah, side, yeah, I'll give it to him. Okay, he had a successful career both. So yeah. Chuck thinking outside the box, that's a good one. So that's the first movie Monday uh, question. The second movie Monday uh, question tonight. Today, Chuck is Jason Alexander's 60th birthday. Oh, and it's like one of my favorite. I mean, there's a guy who couldn't cross over. No, very successful. TV career, just god-awful movie career. I mean, absolutely nothing. Uh, so that just shows you how tough. But here's what I want to talk about. What character in TV or movies is most like you listening right now as you're driving home? For me, it's pretty tough to, to get any closer to uh, my character than George Costanza in Seinfeld. Maybe Larry David in Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'm kind of a, a hybrid of those two. But... Jason Alexander's character in Seinfeld is pretty much who I am. I am George Costanza in real life. So what movie or TV character is most like you? So those are the two questions we're going to have fun on a movie Monday. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, Jason Byers filling in for Longoria. Is there any movie or TV character that you automatically think of as, uh, oh, that's, that's close to what I am in real life? I'm trying, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the movie, but uh, they were video game testers. Oh, what movie was that? I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm drawing a total blank. And okay. That, those guys, everyone That's you. in that movie. That's you. Is it uh, Grandma's Boy? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. That's a good one. I was thinking more of you along the line as Milton from Office Space. With the red stapler. I like to think I have more personality <laughs> than that. <laughs> Actually, you kind of remind me of um, the main character in Office Space. The guy that just doesn't, you know, he after he gets hypnotized, he just doesn't care. Yeah. Like, he's yeah, just laid that, back. You're really laid back like that guy. Yeah, I hope that I'm not going to drag a printer <laughs> out in the hallway and start busting You might up, someday. But. You might someday. All right, so there you go. Movie Monday topics, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. John joins us in Sandy Springs. John, kicking off Movie Monday. How are you, my friend? Fine. How are you, Mark? Glad to hear you. It's a great time in Athens. It was it was a fantastic, fantastic day, uh, day afternoon, night, the whole thing. Ah, uh, fun. Well, I'll tell you what. As far as somebody who transitioned from TV to film really well, Bruce Willis. Yeah, I mean, he had he didn't have a, a spectacular TV career because he jumped out at the beginning of it, but he was solid in yeah. both. Like he was a star on TV, and then just absolutely crushed it in the movie. So that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Willis. Yeah, everybody loved him in Moonlighting. Remember that? And yes. That's really kind of how he made his name. I remember seeing an interview with um, Booger. Do you remember Booger from Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah. All right. So I had him on the show, um, and he told us a Bruce Willis story 
Bruce Willis, so Booger was on Moonlighting, and at that time, Booger had done a couple of movies. Uh, I forget, I'm, his real name's not Booger, but you know, everyone knows him as he Booger. Did a lot. He's been in a lot of movies. Yeah, and Bruce Willis was like so jealous of him. Like, he had a bit role on Moonlighting, but Bruce Willis at the time was like, how do you get into movies, man? I want to do movies so bad. And Bruce Willis was like quizzing him on, on the movie biz. So even at, a, at an early age, relatively speaking, Bruce Willis had his eye on the movie mm-hmm. prize, which to, to me is weird because in 2019, I don't know. I think TV's, TV shows are way better than movies. Right now, TV's way better. It is, right? Yeah. I'm not alone on that. Gail's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Gail. Gail? Yes, hey. Hey, Gail. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? Well, um, I'm most like the character, I'm sorry to say. Most like who, <laughs> I'm mom. sorry? I'm most like the character, I'm sorry to say, of the mom on that 70s show. <laughs> oh, that's she's awesome. I love her. <laughs> and I think um, I like Jennifer Aniston as the, the actress that went from television to movies. I think, yeah, she, she had success in both, but I, I would still say, Deb Green, correct me if I'm wrong, TV's still a bigger, she had a bigger career in TV with friends. I think than she's probably going to be always known as Rachel as, Green. Yeah. yeah. We're always known as your official traffic station. Bad news, we got a red alert on the south side. Mike Shields in the 24 hour traffic center. This is a traffic red alert from 95.5 WSB. Look alive, the WSB Jam Cam, all lanes held right now. 85 southbound at Highway 138, exit number 64 in Union City. Delays quickly stacking up almost to 285. Use Highway 29 as an alternate through Union City into Fairburn once again. Red alert with a crash blocking all lanes. 85 southbound at Highway 138 Jonesboro Road. Exit number 64. Use Highway 29 as an alternate. I'm Mike Schultz, 95.5 WSB. All right, we'll get an up update from Mike at under six minutes. Movie Monday topics tonight. Dual threats in honor of Ronald Acuna's upcoming 40-40 season, who's had great careers in both TV and movies. And Jason Alexander turned 60 today. George Costanza, I am most like him. If you picked a me movie or TV character. Um, I am George Costanza. What movie or TV character is uh, most like you? 404-872-0750. Tony's in Smyrna. Tony, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, Mark? How are you, brother? Taking the call. Real quick, a dual threat to me, pretty good one, is uh, Jennifer Aniston. She's had a great career on both sides of that little fence there. Mm-hmm. And and the character that I'm most alike, my daughters and kids will all agree with this, I, sometimes my daughters call me Liam Neeson, but I'm actually Red Foreman. <laughs> wow! Like, right. I love to put my foot in people's. You know what? Understood. Understood. Liam Neeson. What? Uh, Do you have a certain set of skills? Or? Yeah, he was so funny in uh, extras with Ricky Gervais. That, that was funny. It yeah. was so good. I, I love that show so much. Josh is in Winder, Georgia. Josh, welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing? What's going on, brother? Not much. I'm kind of questioning my thing, but I was going to say uh, The Rock and movie and TV. If wrestling counts as TV, I yeah. don't really know. Okay. I, he was. He was. Was he really big in wrestling? I, I got out of wrestling by that time. Yeah. Yes. Jason, he was. Huge Jason Byer says yes. All right. So that's a, yeah. He had a huge TV career in wrestling, and obviously a ginormous movie career. I think he's the, one of the highest paid actors still. Yeah, I think so. And your character is most like The Rock in which movie? Uh. uh uh, actually, for uh, most like, I was going to say Ron Swanson. <laughs> I don't really know. But I'm probably uh, the boss of anything. I don't like the government very much. So. Parks and Rec? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I could. All right. I, I could hang out with a Ron Swanson. Who, what characters was like you, Deb Green? <laughs> Daria. Oh, wow. <laughs> all really? The way, all the way. I remember that show. <laughs> that was a huge show yeah. when I was in college, I guess, right? It was back in the day? Uh, high school, yeah. Yeah, yeah. high school, pre <laughs> yeah. college for me. Lisa's in Gainesville. Lisa, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How y'all doing? What's going on, Lisa? Well, um, now this was way back in the day, day. Not now. I don't uh, agree with her her political views. Understood. But okay. But way back in the day, day when it first came on, my family used to call me Roseanne. <laughs> I, uh, well, I laughed a little yeah. too hard on that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll tell yeah, you what. I know. Um, she she obviously had a huge movie career, and I don't know about t- uh, uh, TV career, but I don't know about movies. But as a stand-up comedian, when she first came out, she was groundbreaking. She was hilarious yeah. when she started her stand-up career. She was, and when the show first came on, and you know when she was just getting popular, yeah, kind of like Roseanne. Yeah, but I also wanted to mention Whoopi Goldberg. 
She's had a great TV and movie career. I guess, yeah. So now with The View, right? She's been on The View for yeah. decades. And she had a really, yes. she had a, a ghost, the Color sister Purple. act, Color Purple, mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies. Yeah, all right. That's a dual threat star, if you consider the, you know, what she's done on The View, right? She, she does have an EGOT, you know. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar. Tony. Tony. Really? Good for her. Good for what? Real name Karen Johnson, by the way. Because my buddy ID'd her when she was buying cigarettes in Connecticut when we were in high school. She came into Touring for the Mobile. My buddy Mark Solano was like, oh, i got to check everyone's ID. And Whoopi Goldberg handed over ID and it said Karen Johnson. So there you go. You learned something on the Mark Aram Show tonight. Tim's in Kanye's. Tim, welcome to the program. Hello. Hello, Tim. What's uh, going on? The, du- the double threat, I think, is uh, Tom Selleck. He started with Magnum P.I. then had numerous movies like Three Men and Baby and all the westerns and Quigley Down Under and what was the what was the baseball movie he did? Uh, Mr. Baseball, where he goes to Japan. All right, we lost him. Uh, so t- so Magnum PI was, I mean, that was a monster hit. You know, back in the eighties, the Ferrari, those the short shorts that Chuck wears still, the flowered shirt or whatever, the Hawaiian shirt. But he had another career resurgence as Monica's boyfriend on Friends, like a whole new generation. And now he's telling you to get a reverse mortgage. So he's then he did Blue Bloods. Isn't that still on recently? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I've never seen that show. But he had he had that great reverse mortgage commercial. Like of all the, the actors that did the reverse mortgage commercial, I like Tom Selleck's the best. He almost sold me. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not I'm not a retiree. I haven't paid off my house yet. But he was like, hey, get that reverse mortgage, Aram. Uh, v is up on the Mark Aram show. Hello, V. Hey, what's up? You got to go with you got to go with Tim Allen. So we know the 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 TV career. Um, what were some of the Tim Allen's movies? The big Christmas movies. Oh, the, the Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Uh, Tim the Tool Man Taylor was one of his shows. He was in Toy Story. Um, yeah, you're right. He was. A, he oh, actually of the seven minutes of the Emmys I watched last night. He was a presenter, and he looks good, man. That guy. He's got to be. Find out how old he is, but he looked really good. Like, not like like he's had work done good, but like, oh, he's, you know, healthy good. Didn't he have a cocaine addiction back before he became famous or something? He overcame that? Yeah, he actually went to prison. Oh, did he really? All right. Chuck will tell us more about that when we come back. Tim Allen's time in prison. 66. He looked great last night. Good job, Tim Allen. All right, yeah, that's a crossover star. In honor of Ronald Acuna's forthcoming 44 season, 4040 season, I want an actor and actress that crushed it in both TV and movies. And what TV or movie character is most like you? 404 872 On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. What do you know? It's Movie Monday on The Mark Aram Show. the show 737 23 in front of eight smack dab in the middle of a movie monday dave green don't forget once you're home you can listen to the show via amazon alexa or the wsb uh news app radio app whatever we call that thing and podcasts available on itunes and wherever else you want to find your podcast all right two movie monday questions today in honor of ronald acuna brave superstar outfielder who is about to get a 40 40 season which means he's a dual threat power and speed 40 home runs 40 steals Who's a dual threat in the acting world that has had an amazing TV career and an amazing movie career? It's it's tough to do both, for sure. And today is uh, Jason Alexander's 60th birthday. Either he or Larry David and Curb Your Enthusiasm are the characters that I think are most like me. What TV or more movie character are most like you? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I've been waiting to ask Chuck what TV or movie character is most like you. I don't know what you want to say about this, my friend. What do you think? I, I, I really, I've been trying to come up with one. I, can't, I just can't. No? I know, I really, I don't, you'd have to tell me who you think. I, I don't look at anybody and think, yeah, I see myself in them. Seth Bullock. Deadwood. Okay, well, maybe. Right? Well, you're laughing, Dev Green, no? More swearing, sure. maybe? <laughs> maybe more swearing? Uh, yeah, I could see myself running a whorehouse. <laughs> <laughs> brothel, Chuck. Brothel, please. Yeah, please. Longoria's kids are listening. All right, so there you go. 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. Julie's in Snellville. Julie, welcome to Movie Monday on the Mark Aram Show. Hi, Mark. How you doing? Excellent, Julie. What's going on? Uh, not too much. Um, I think a, a dual threat um, would be Dame Maggie Smith of the BBC. Which which dame is that? There's a lot of the dames over on the BBC. Deb Green, you're my um, uh, Europhile. 
She is the an older She's Downton lady. Abbey. You know her from Downton oh, Abbey. Oh, the Downton Abbey girl. Yeah, exactly. Downton Abbey. Uh, she was Harry Potter's... Um, one of yeah. the teachers, a Harry Potter. Absolutely, She's been I know who you're talking about. Exactly right. M a g g i e, by the way, not M a g g y. Yes, Maggie. Yeah. yeah. She's 84 years young, Dame Maggie Smith. Uh, and she's still going strong. Yeah. Is she the character you're most like? Her character in Downton Abbey? <laughs> no, I can't figure out a character I most like. Seth Bullock from Deadwood. Uh, never saw it. <laughs> well, you're missing out, Julie. It's an amazing show. Jared's up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Jared. Hey, man. Uh, I was going to say Jim Henson for the dual threat. I mean, can't beat Kermit Frog. Yeah, you know what? He had huge, you know, the Muppet show, and then the Muppet movies were a phenomenon. Absolutely. Miss Piggy Takes Manhattan or whatever it was. What was it? Miss Muppets oh, yeah. Take Manhattan. <laughs> Muppets Take Manhattan. Miss Piggy <laughs> in Dallas or something? No, that was, a different, that was a different movie. Yeah. What about a TV or movie character that's most like you? Uh, I like Rick from Rick and Morty. Just that being uncomfortable in your own skin and then... Uh, the darkness that kind of like having the dual personality almost. I, I can relate, I can to, really that. relate to that. I, I'm worried that Jason Byers is going to say uh, the character most like him is uh, Dexter from Dexter. Like that, 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 could, that I could. That was my second. That choice. was your second choice. All right. Let's do a little football minute with Johnny Kilbasa. <laughs> Johnny Kilbasa joins Omaha. us every Monday to break down the weekend that was in the world of pigskin, and he does it all. In 60 seconds. By the way, Johnny Kilbasa, someone yeah. on uh, Twitter is uh, biting you now. So he took. So Johnny Kilbasa has been doing the football minute and the Game of Thrones minute for years in the Mark Aram show, and now there's a guy, and he does it really well. Uh, Mike Camerlango, and he does 60 second, uh, basically recaps of a movie. So he did a 60-second Karate Kid. Hilarious, by the way. Check him out on Twitter. But anyway, he probably stole your idea, Johnny. I'm sure he did, Mark, and thanks for giving him a plug, nonetheless. <laughs> there you go. All right, here we go. Football Minute with Johnny K. Week three in the NFL, make a statement week in college, Equinox Week in America. Your classic city Bulldogs played an average game against an average team. Why is the Golden Domers coming to town such a big deal? Beck was on a bye. Thankfully, wait, they're on a bye week already? Your Auburn Avenue Panthers went to triple OT with Texas State, but they couldn't hold on. Your Magic City Dirty Birds set the stage for Jacoby Brissett's coming out party. <laughs> your Atlanta United moved into second place by leveling the earthquake. Let's Hope Joseph Martinez is okay. Roll Tide and the ACC Tigers both dine on cupcakes again. One of the SEC Western Tigers hung a pair of sixes on Bandy. The other SEC Western Tigers got teased by the Aggies. The Lions are undefeated. The Bills are undefeated. The Steelers are 0-3. The Broncos are 0-3. Russell Wilson threw for 400 yards with lost the second time around rookie. Teddy Bridge over troubled waters. The Ohio State Buckeyes scored 76 unanswered points against the other Miami. It's a new day for Mark Arab's New York football Giants because debutant Daniel Jones is undefeated. America's team Cleveland Browns are going to figure it out sooner or later. And tonight, upstart Case Keenum takes on downstart Mitch Trubisky on the MNF. Touchdown. Good football minute. Yeah, uh, Daniel Jones era begins in New York, but uh, Saquon Barkley, who I have in the Johnny Kilbasa Fantasy Football League, high ankle sprain. Looks like he's going to be out for eight weeks, Johnny. Not, not good. And I got smushed. Who's the guy I played this week, by the way? In the Kilbasa League. Oh, that's, League. Uh, you know, some, that's one of the guys who you've never met before, but unfortunately, uh, you might be seeing him again, I suppose. He he put an ass-whooping on me in fantasy football this week. Good for him. Tip my hat to him. <laughs> tell him. Tell him congratulations. All right, you ready for a little fast food review, Johnny K? Let's do it. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram, whether it's one overtime, two overtime, just three overtimes, because I'm wrapped in bacon, I'm here for the bacon, I'm covered with cheese, and I aim to please. Before we get into the fast review, Jason Byers, uh, Dexter, can you pull up the Mark Aram show breaking news sounder? Because I got a little breaking news, at least in the Mark Aram food world. Um, Where after a week Texas? of renovations, my beloved Howell Mill Waffle House reopened. I went there Welcome today. Back. I literally was misty-eyed walking in there. And the ladies were like, Mark! I was like, where have you been? It was like a very touching scene. Uh, apparently there was some, a roof issue, so they got it patched up. We're good to go. Had my uh, egg and cheese sandwiches this morning. Life is good for me, Johnny K. Did they redo the booth or anything like no, that? No, no. They just fixed the roof. 
Well, that's good because you yeah. don't want to mess with perfection. No, exactly right. It was, it was. I was. I felt like going home. You know, you go home for Christmas. I felt like I was home <laughs> again. I was like, oh, this is the greatest feeling in the world. Anyway, what's on the menu tonight, Johnny Kilbasa? Stop the world, Mark. McDonald's came out with a new sauce for stuff, so I'm sure they want to make a big deal about that. So they got spicy barbecue glazed chicken tenders now, Mark. They've had the, the, the chicken tenders on and off for a long time now, and they've had barbecue tenders for a while now. But now they've got a spicy barbecue glazed tenders where they're taking those chicken tenders, and I suppose they're tossing it in the spicy barbecue. So it's bar, it's a it's a bar sweet barbecue type of thing with a little bit of smoke, a little bit of spice, nothing that's going to knock you off your windshield wiper or anything like that. But hey, what can you do? So these come pre-sauced. I'm not dipping these. These are already sauced when they hand them to me. Right. They they yeah, they glaze them up for you like you get a buffalo tender in your favorite tavern or restaurant. Yeah. But if you wanted more sauce, I suppose they would give you another tub of it for you to dunk like in. Yeah. Go ahead. If I order that at Fort's Old Town Tavern, I, I want them sauce. But I think as a, as a drive-through customer, and listen, a majority of people that go to fast food restaurants are through the drive-through now. That could be a messy endeavor. Already sauced tenders, you know what I'm saying? It, it would be. It'd be much messier than your normal tenders. But if you you know you got to get the the index finger and the thumb, so you don't dirty the other fingers. Then you take it and you do the right side lean, and then lean it over. Your cup holder there, so if sauce does drip down, it's only going to go into your hopefully uncovered or I, I, hopefully covered beverage. I literally and just pantomimed what you told me to do. I just took an imaginary chicken figure in my between my thumb and index finger and leaned over to try to eat, simulate it. Yeah, okay. And then... Pinch and lean. Pinch and lean. <laughs> Pinch and, and bring lean. an extra shirt just in case. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. Johnny K, all right, I'll check those out. I'm, I'm Listen, McDonald's brings something to the table. They're a big conglomerate. They've done their research. They know they should know what's going on. So I like a little spicy, sweet barbecue sauce. I'll check it out. Sounds like a good idea to me, Mark. All right, Johnny K, we appreciate you as always. And? It's cholesterol's high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and listen to the Sausage Fat Podcast on any pod app or JohnnyKilbasa.com. All things Kilbasa on JohnnyKilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bro. There you go. Spicy, sweet chicken tenders from McDonald's. Maybe I'll bring them in. We have food tomorrow, though, Doug Green, right? Yeah, we have food tomorrow. All right, we have food tomorrow, so come hungry, Jason. Justin's up next on Movie Monday on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Justin. Hello, how's everyone doing? What's cooking, brother? Oh, nothing much, nothing much. Long-time listener, second-time caller. Welcome. Glad to uh, moving back Monday. Welcome back, brother. What's uh, What's on your mind? All right. Uh, I actually have to say not just a double, but a triple threat. Uh, movies, TV, and music. Will Smith. Yeah. Has he got an EGOT there, Deb Green? He has not done theater. No? <laughs> if he has, he hasn't won an award. Oh, he hasn't won an award. All right. So Will Smith, yeah, I mean, he's he might be one of the top five biggest superstars on the planet. Better, I would say better movie career than TV career, but he got his launch with uh, with TV but yeah, I would say that's a dual threat right there, Willie Smith, or triple threat. Uh, is he doing music anymore? Every once in a um, while, we put out yeah. something. But I think it's been the, a long time. That Miami song, right? There was, there was things well past Miami. Oh, really? Yes. That, that's the last one I remember <laughs> yeah. Will Smith uh, having a hit on. Tony's up on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Tony. Hey. What's up? How are you, brother? Good. How about you? Excellent. What you got? Robin Williams. Can't argue with that. Gone too soon. Um, what was that? Oh, I was watching um, the Robin Williams movie where he plays a doctor and Ben, uh, Ben, uh, Robert De Niro was the, was like the guy, the kid who got into a coma kind of thing. Awakenings. You remember that? Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, I watched that over the weekend. I hadn't seen that in a while. That was a real, both of them crushed that. Robin Williams is so talented. God bless Mork and Mindy, and then the huge movie career and the stand-up career. There's another triple threat. I don't think he did any uh, any songs, though. I don't think he was a songster. He sang in his movies. He did sing in his movies. Herschel, my buddy. What's going on? Hey, big buddy. How's everything with you? Busy, busy, busy. Amen. John Boy cares. Take him off tomorrow and Wednesday. Oh, for uh, for uh, the Bahamas? Yes, sir. Another? We're taking trucks down to Savannah. Yeah. Going to load them on a boat in Jacksonville, Florida. You're doing God's work, Herschel. Keep it up, buddy. Yes, sir. Uh, let's back the timeline up a little bit. Angie Dickinson. That's the character you're most like? 
No, well, <laughs> I'm most like. <laughs> That's the one you like the most. Um, Angie Dickinson. Uh, yeah. All right, so I know she had a... In her teens and 20s, she was, in some of the John Wayne movies, she defined a beautiful woman. I, I know more of her for her TV career, though. What was, yes. what was uh, Real Bravo? Like was the Real movie. Bravo, yeah. yep. All right, yeah. But, I mean, I... back she, in her early, her early 20s, she was, she was a... Smoking hot. <laughs> She's Young still lady, all right. I mean. She was born in uh, Coulm, North Dakota, Chuck. You ever been to Coulm? Yep. K-U-L-M, North Dakota? I have not. That's not too far. Uh, sure it is. Left North, North Dakota in 1942 when she was 11. So do the math now. Wow. Born in 1931. Yeah, Andy Jenkinson, always an all-timer. Herschel, always good to hear from me, buddy. Be safe. You too, buddy. All See right, you. There you go. Herschel. Character most like Angie Dickinson. Uh, real quick, well, no more calls. We don't. We have full line of phone banks and not enough time. So we'll come back. We'll finish things up on Movie Monday on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of Movie Monday. Real quick, please. Britain's in Sharpsburg. Britain, what do you have? Hi, Mark. I just wanted to say Steve Carell. So what was it? What was it? Oh, the office. The office. The think, office. You know what? I think he did. It. I think he was had a bigger. He had a TV, a movie career before the Office, yeah, right? He did. Yeah. Yep. Forty year old virgin yeah. and all that. Yeah. And was able to do both. Yeah. So he's been successful in that. Did, did you have you seen him recently? He's gone totally gray. I don't know if he, yes. he was gray back in the day and just dyed his hair, but he's yeah. He's let it go natural now. Yeah. It works for him. He does. He looks I, very distinguished. It, indeed. He went full uh, Steve Martin. I love him, by the way. The Office is still one of my favorite shows. Jason's in Rome. Jason, real quick, what do you have? Uh, Michael J. Fox. Family Ties, Back to the Future, uh, uh, Teen Wolf. Spin City. Spin City. Went back to... T yeah. <laughs> poor, poor guy. Parkins is a cruel, cruel uh, mistress. Lynn is up next to the Mark Aram Show. Lynn, real quick, what do you have? About John Travolta? Yes, great TV and movie career. And the Hoffman. He did movies first. Any anything son, any movies in the United States, or were these all German flicks? Uh, no, these were American porno films. What? What? Can we say that on the yeah. air? No, that's a legend. I, I can't believe the Hoff was uh, making adult films. Bigger TV show, Knight Rider or Baywatch? Oof. Baywatch. Probably Baywatch. Knight Rider was the better show. Though. It was a yeah, yeah. I, yes. I, I think so. Charlie's up next to the Mark Aram show. Charlie, real quick, what do you have? Hey, Doris Day. Now she's a real triple threat. She she passed this last year. She was in the. Uh, she did. That's yes. the, one of the things that I saw yesterday. The Emmys with the in memoriam. We lost a yeah, lot. Yeah, she was ninety seven. Lost a lot of good people this year. Yeah, Doris Day was amazing. Fantastic talent. Let's do start of the show there, Jason. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? You guys all did fantastic, but I'm going to give it to Tim Clark. So he doesn't fire you? So he doesn't fire me uh, for his performance in Millennial Match Game today. Tim, you did fine. These were tough. These were really tough, Deb Green. Deb Green came up with the questions, by the way, Tim. Not me. Hopefully my key card will still work tomorrow morning. Uh, don't forget the WSB Radio headphones for sale for auction on eBay. Just search WSB Radio on eBay. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.